Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It is Sunday, February 13th. I guess it's Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, do me a favor, folks. If you're watching this and you've seen the Super Bowl, leave comments below on what your favorite TV commercial was. I got to be honest, I don't even know if I'm going to turn on the game I uh, haven't been uh, have been watching a lot of football here recently, but uh, yes, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Rams are playing today. But of course, all we will be talking about on Monday are the commercials. So let me know below what your favorite commercial was. Love to hear it. Uh, they're always so, so creative. A couple of quick things we must do on this channel. We celebrate your success. Yes, folks, people are out there finding good and great deals today. It is hard. It is hard, but it is being done. First and foremost, congratulations, Sean, for getting your deal. And Mark, congratulations for getting your deal. Uh, Again, your cards will go out in the mail. Folks, if you don't know what these are, these are cards that I send out because I am trying to track the impact of this channel. If you get a deal, I want to hear about it, and I want to count it. I want to mail you a card because, again, I'm spending – Seemingly a couple of hours a day with you now, seven days a week, trying to help you change your financial future. On that end, yesterday, there was a very important video posted at 4 p.m. Pacific time where I interviewed one of my students. One of my students has been trying to buy in the Sacramento area for months now and is frustrated. And, you know, all the cash flow is negative and things of that nature. So again, if you are feeling like that, you want to have kind of a consultation without spending any money, uh, go ahead and tune into that video yesterday. We identified three things uh, that he could do uh, to keep moving forward. And again, always remember, it is better to do no deal than a bad deal. So again, always giving back on this channel, always looking to help. Hopefully you enjoy that video couple of quick things to talk about. I have seen a couple of snippets, screenshots, and articles about an emergency Fed meeting on Monday. So I've done a little bit of research, as you would expect. First and foremost, um, it is on their website, federalreserve.gov. It says a Fed meeting has been scheduled for Monday. We are going to review and determine by the Fed governor's advanced discount rates to be charged by the Federal Reserve. Apparently, this meeting was scheduled Friday. People started to see it Saturday, and people started assuming that we were going to have an emergency Fed rate hike on Monday. If you watched yesterday's daily financial news, you realize I went on a little bit of a rant. The Fed needs to shock the system. They need to stop the taper immediately, right? The first rule of hole digging is stop digging. Then they need to move rates. I've been calling for aggressive moves. And yes, they need to shrink their balance sheet. They have a lot on their plate. 
Well, people saw this meeting scheduled for Monday. And they assumed that this could be that emergency meeting I have been talking about. A couple of quick things. I think you're going to be greatly disappointed. I don't know if you know this, but the Fed meets every couple of weeks during the year. You may think they only meet seven or eight times these Fed meetings, and then we get the meeting minutes and those things. They meet far more regularly. And I think, I feel Monday is just that regular meeting. I don't expect anything to come of it. I don't expect an emergency move. This feels like a normal operation and uh, some news cycles took the screenshot. I've seen it myself. Again, you can see it. Go to federalreserve.gov. It's right there. Plain English. Well, relatively plain English, at least in Fed speak. So I don't expect anything to come Monday. I expect not nothing newsworthy. If I were to handicap what might happen, I think most likely it will be, as I said earlier, we are going to stop digging. We are going to end our, I think, what is it, 20, 30 and $15 billion purchases now, essentially a month early. I think they need to do more. Don't confuse what I want with what I think. Those are very different numbers. And sometimes talking heads on TV take their opinion and allow it to be warped. So I believe nothing happens. I think best case we get the Fed taper stopping early, which would be a step in the right direction. If we were to get an immediate move, the question then becomes, is it a quarter or a half? Well, I've been thinking about this for about 12 hours because I knew I was going to talk about this today. Again, I think they should, if they are going to move, be aggressive. You've heard me that say that lots. I do not get the feeling that the Fed will be that aggressive. What I think would happen if they raise rates on Monday is they will raise it a quarter and then they will raise it another quarter in March. This will essentially get the 50 basis point move that I had been calling for in March. You just get it in two bites versus one big bite. Again, I think the Fed needs to do these things. But when they schedule a meeting on their publicly facing site, that is not an emergency meeting. Emergency meetings by the Fed governors happen over the phone. It's a conference call. They don't schedule it and say, get your butts in town so we can have a meeting. An emergency Fed meeting, we will not know it's happening until after it happened. So if you are expecting the Fed to move on Monday, you are expecting maybe some stock market gyrations, maybe you're short, maybe you have some puts on and you want to scare people. Taking a screenshot of the Fed, what is it again? Federalreserve.gov's website could do that. So we'll see. Monday's Monday's tomorrow. It's I think the meeting's at 11.30 Eastern, so it'll be 8.30 Pacific. We'll know tomorrow if we get any Fed rate move. I expect it to be a big, fat, nothing burger. But good news is we will see in about 24 hours. 
Next up on the weekends, we always talk about the week ahead. Lots of important numbers, lots of important earnings. The biggest, there are two big numbers next week. One is PPI and one is retail sales. Without question, I believe the most important number is retail sales. PPI, if we don't know by now, we should expect it to be hot. And darn it, it might be over 10%. I think last month it was 9.9, 9.8, something like that. So at this point, we already know inflation is bad. So more numbers that say inflation is bad is not important. What I want to know is the consumer shopping. That consumer sentiment number that fell to 61.7 on an expectation of 67, that was so bad we had to go back to 2012, October 2012, that's a problem. So are the consumers behaving like they feel or are they shopping until they drop? Retail sales is going to be important. So let's go through the week day by day. Monday, we've got Avis, Advanced Auto. Right? What's going on with rental car companies? Advanced auto, are we still uh, repairing our older cars? And of course, we have the good old James Bullard scheduled to speak on CNBC. If you don't know James Bullard, he is the most hawkish, I should say most Paul Volcker-like member of the Fed. He is the one that came out recently and said, we need to get going. We, we are behind. Tuesday, Marriott, Airbnb, and Wynn Resorts. It's time to figure out if Marriott is coming back or if Airbnb is still uh, kicking their butt. And then when is travel? When resort? It's not going to be about last quarter. I want to know about future bookings. Tuesday, we get PPI. I don't even know what the expectations are, but I'm going to guess they're double digits. Wednesday, lots of tech. Cisco Systems, NVIDIA, DoorDash, and Hyatt. Wednesday, we get retail sales. That's the big number of the week, retail sales. Also on Wednesday, we will get Fed meeting minutes. We will find out the dot plot. We will find out where everybody's at, who's hawkish and who's not. Wednesday is going to be a big day. Wednesday will be the big day next week. Thursday, we've got Walmart, AutoNation, Palantir, U.S. Foods, and of course, jobless claims and housing starts. Rounding out the week, we're going to have Deer and DraftKings. Uh, and finally, we will have existing home sales. Lots of important stuff next week. Lots of interesting earnings that will tell us about the consumer. Lots of interesting earnings that will tell us about tech. But most important is going to be, has the consumer, 68 67% of the U.S. economy, gone into hibernation? Don't know if you saw this, but Goldman Sachs has lowered their expectations for the S&P 500. They've lowered them to 4,900 to end the year from 5,100. So they have uh, lowered that. So again, as I'm looking at the year in 2022, kind of step back and think about it. We currently have 910,000 total housing units. I think it's about 220 single 220,000 single family homes available for sale. All of those numbers are record low inventory. We need to double and maybe even triple those numbers to get to more balanced markets. And as you know, I've been calling for a housing slowdown. The question is how much will we get by the end of the year? 
That's a great question. I'm starting to think we get to about 1.4 or 1.5 million housing units, or we see about a 40% jump from where we are. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage, already over 4%. And near as I can tell, the housing market is still on fire. The, the number to cool housing is 5%, in my opinion. Others have long thought that 4% is the answer. Unemployment rate actually went up. If you're on this channel, what, two weeks ago, it went up from 39 to 4%. I think there's a very good chance that we end the year over 6%. I do think that GDP goes on to disappoint. I think we have a negative quarter, either Q1 or Q2. Will we have a technical recession? I think so. And then finally, CPI came in hot at 7.5. What do I think we end the year at? I think it cools some. I think there's a very good chance at the end of the year that CPI is still over 5% and maybe even over 6%. So, folks, that's what I got for you today. We've got actually three interviews lined up. We got 8, 9, and 10 o'clock. Have a wonderful day. It is Sunday the 13th. Again, remember, let me know what your favorite Super Bowl commercial was. I would love to hear. Maybe I will go check them out. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.